Hello and welcome to Is It In The Budget, a podcast where we help you become financially literate and help change the way that you look at money. I'm your host, Obianho Kerika, and today we're going to be talking about the benefits of automating your savings. College Money Habits is a platform that I launched in 2020 in response to a ton of questions that I received during my college years on creating a budget and learning how to invest. At the time, I had already begun investing and I was doing all right uh, with budgeting. Uh, It's actually the topic for today's episode. My website and my platform is really just to serve as a free space where people can improve their knowledge around personal finance. For today's episode, We're going to be talking about the importance of automating your savings, what that means, what the benefits are, and how to get started. Knowing where and how to go about setting aside money, whether it's for emergency savings or another purpose, can be difficult. And so through this episode, we really want to provide you with some guidance on how to get started and how to really calculate an amount that you can use to automate your savings. When it comes to budgeting and saving, one of the biggest challenges for me personally is budgeting around food. I love to try new restaurants. Uh, I enjoy going out to eat. I do enjoy cooking as well, but it has been more or less a struggle for the past several years to get my spending kind of like under control uh, when it comes to spending on food. And I'm not the only one with this issue. I was reading a study last night by the Education Data Initiative that mentioned that the average college student spends close to $550 a month on food alone, with over $340 of that going just to dining out. I read another study by money.com that also stated that 32% of recent college graduates have less than $5,000 in savings, and 16% have less than $1,000 in savings, meaning that 16% of college students are graduating with less money than they spend on two months worth of food. And that is why I want to stress the importance of making smart money decisions and automating your savings. So I've recognized that there's pretty much going to be no situation in which I'm going to spend a small amount of money on food every month. And how I've decided to combat combat that is by automating my savings. And what does automating your savings mean? So automating your savings is the practice of setting up automatic transfers between, let's say, a checking account and then a savings account or a high yield savings account whereby every month or every week or whatever the cadence is that you set up, money is going to come straight out of your checking account into your savings account. And so, for example, let's say that you recognize every month you can set aside 100 bucks. What you could do is to set up an automatic transfer where at the beginning of every month, $100 is going to come out of your checking account and go into your savings account. Using this practice, you now have to budget around your saving as opposed to budgeting around your spending. To clarify what I mean, we need to start with your discretionary income. So what is discretionary income? Discretionary income is the money that you have left over after paying for taxes and any necessities. Once you know your discretionary income, you understand how much money you actually have to budget with. So for instance, let's say that you make $5,000 a month and after taxes and after necessities, so that'd be like rent, mortgage, food, uh, your light bill and things like that. Let's say that you have $2,000 remaining. $2,000 would be your discretionary income. And with that money, you can then decide how much of it are you going to spend on, let's say, an upcoming vacation? How much are you going to set aside into your savings account? How much are you going to invest? How much are you going to gift to other people for Christmas? But without knowing your discretionary income, it's hard to set those parameters. And it's also hard to set realistic goals because you don't know how much money you have left over every month. So before you start anything else, calculate your discretionary income. 
recognize also that your discretionary income is going to change as your life situation changes. So if you switch jobs, your discretionary income is going to change. If you pick up a side hustle, it'll change. If you change your living situation, uh, so like I did, if you go from living with your parents to living in an apartment, your discretionary income is likely going to decrease, uh, as mine did. And then if you move from an apartment to back with your parents, then your discretionary income is likely going to increase. How I've decided to automate my savings to help me budget is I picked a significant amount of my income that goes out every month to my high yield savings account. So I started by calculating my discretionary income uh, and looking at what is my net income after taxes and what are my expenses. And then based on the amount remaining, I then picked a number that was high enough to send to my savings that I couldn't spend kind of this infinite am amount of money like I couldn't I can't spend all of my money I'm physically incapable of spending all my money because a majority of it is going to my savings so how does this work I set up an automated transfer for the first of every month so every month around like the 27th or the 26th $3,000 is subtracted from my checking account and transferred to my high yield savings account this amounts to a little bit over 50% of my net income uh, at least net income that hits my checking accounts. So I picked $3,000 because I realized that if I can be very strict about my saving and paying myself first, I will be forced to budget around my saving and making that a priority rather than waiting till the end of the month to see, okay, like how much money do I have left over to save or how much money do I have left over to invest? So not only do I have an automated transfer for my savings, but I also have several automated transfers to various investments and various investment accounts. And so I know right now in present day, no matter what I do spending wise, I'm always saving and I'm always investing and I can never overspend. I can never spend more than I'm making unless I dip into my savings account, which took some time uh, to learn not to do. It honestly took me a few years to get good with uh, managing my savings and automating my savings. Uh, in college, I wasn't the best when it came to money. I did struggle with overspending. I ended up buying a uh, Mercedes, which to this day is the worst financial decision I've ever made. And that impacted my ability to save where like, I literally did not save any money from my, I believe it was my junior year of college until the year that I graduated. Uh, I actually ran basically at a deficit where I was spending a lot more than I was making. So let's talk about step-by-step step how you can automate your savings. How automating my savings has helped me is that it's become a mindless task and it's virtually become an expense in my book where it's happening every month and I would have to go into my account and cancel the transfer for it not to occur. But it really helps me budget because I know that I can do the things that I want to do. I know that I can go buy clothing if I want to. I know that I can try new restaurants if I want to because I'm already saving, like that's already taken care of. And so I would encourage you, if you haven't already, to start by first, calculate your discretionary income. So again, that's figuring out of every paycheck, what do you have remaining after you've paid for all your necessities, which is going to include rent, mortgage, food, uh, and things like that. Anything that you need in order to survive, you'd wanna include that in your necessary expenses. The remaining amount is going to be your discretionary income. Then pick an amount that makes sense for you to automate your savings. Let's say that you have $500 remaining every month. 
you might start small and say, okay, of that $500, I want to set aside $50 for saving every month to, as an automated transfer into my savings account, or you might want to do $100. And then see how that works out for you for a few months or maybe for a year, and then increase the amount. When I started automating my savings, I started with $1,000, and then I went up to $1,200, uh, and present day it is $3,000 just because I know that with that amount, I can aggressively save towards being able to put a down payment on a home, and I also, it also helps me limit my spending because such a large percentage of my income is going towards my savings and going towards investments. I can't really overspend. This, of course, changed when I moved out of my parents' home for a year to live in an apartment. I ended up shifting down how much I was automating. Uh, it was still a high percentage of my income, but it just wasn't as significant as it is today because I wanted to give myself some flexibility to make sure I had money in my account to pay for rent and to pay for groceries. So it's important that you come up with an amount that works for you and that's not going to stress you out and it's not going to keep you from doing the things that you need to do and the things that you enjoy doing. And so after you come up with that amount, then you're going to set up the automated transfer. So if you have a savings account, you can set up that transfer so that it's coming from your checking account into a savings account. Otherwise, you can set it up so that it's coming from your checking account into a high yield savings account. Now, when it comes to budgeting, I'll I'll be frank, I'm not the best when it comes to budgeting. My budget is built around how I automate everything. So I currently use Mint uh, to track all of my spending on food, on my business expenses, and things of that nature. And I check it on a monthly basis. And I would encourage you, if you don't already, to use an app or a spreadsheet that'll help you track your spending Usually with these apps, they'll break down your spending by category. So it'll show you like food, gas and transportation, uh, rent and mortgage, and other factors as well. And I'll check my expenses monthly just to kind of get, a, get a, an idea of where my money is going and how much I'm spending. Typically, I find that I'm overspending relative to my budget uh, on food. But because I'm spreading my money around in other areas where it's investing and saving and things like that, even if I spend in excess of my budget, it's very easy to kind of adjust. And one thing that I've done that has helped me, especially when I go on vacations, when it comes to overspending, is let's say that my, so I mentioned that my monthly transfer is $3,000 from my checkings to my saving account. If I go on vacation uh, and I spend more than I was anticipating, then when I come back, I would increase my monthly transfer from, let's say, $3,000 to $4,000 for, let's say, one month to kind of make up that deficit from me overspending on vacation. And then I would bring it back down. And this can be hard to do. I don't necessarily recommend it for everybody, but it's one strategy I've used to help me kind of keep my spending to prevent myself from overspending. If you're looking to improve the way that you budget, some apps that I've come across in my personal research and that I've heard good things about from friends and family would be Mint, You Need a Budget, and Pocket Guard. These are all different apps that you could go and use. Some of them are free, some of them aren't. Otherwise, you can track your expenses using a spreadsheet in Excel, and you might try to Google some free spreadsheets as well um, that you can use to track your expenses. But it's important to do this because you can quickly identify, whether it's through an app or whether it's through a spreadsheet, where your money is going and if you're spending more than you'd like. 
you're probably going to find that you're spending more money than you think you are. Uh, it is something that I found and something I find out every single time I look at my monthly spending. And that is why I've been so aggressive about increasing my monthly transfers to my savings account, because the less money I see, the less money I spend. And also because I know every month that amount is going to get subtracted, I need to make sure that that money is there um, so I don't have to deal with overdraft. All right, so now let's summarize. Automating your savings is the practice of setting up automatic transfers from an account to a savings account. Doesn't matter if it's a regular savings account or a high yield savings account. Uh, it is an automated transfer where a designated amount of money, whether it's a hundred bucks, a thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, is going from your checking to your saving. How does it help you? It allows you to pay yourself first, where no matter what amount you spend in that month, you've saved money. So whether you're automating savings or you're automating investments, it's a practice that really helps you long-term because it creates kind of this habit around saving and this habit around investing and a habit of, a habit of really just prioritizing your personal finances and putting you in a position where you can continue to enjoy life and continue doing all the things that you want to do, um, whether it is traveling, whether it is trying out new restaurants as I do, or if it's buying clothing um, while saving at the same time. When it comes to budgeting and automating your savings, again, you're going to want to start by calculating your discretionary income and figuring out, okay, every month, how much money is left over after I've paid all my bills and after I've paid for taxes. And then based on that amount, you would want to decide on a number that makes sense for you for automating. All right, so let's recap everything that we've discussed. Automating your savings is the practice of setting up an automated transfer from a checking account to a savings account, whether it's a regular savings account or if it's a high yield savings account. And that transfer is going to be set to run weekly or monthly or maybe every two months or whatever it may be, where you're going to pick an amount that works for you and in, with respect to your budget that you're going to be setting aside every month to go into savings. The advantage of automating your savings is that it creates an expense where saving now becomes an expense and it's a priority for you that is always going to happen. You no longer have to worry about how much am I gonna save this month? How, many, how much money am I gonna be putting into savings? Or how much money am I gonna be putting into investments? Because you've already taken care of it by setting up automated transfers. When it comes to budgeting, you'll want to begin to look at different applications, whether it's a mobile app or a spreadsheet on your computer that you can use that is gonna help you track your spending so that you can identify key areas where there's room for improvement, whether it's reducing your spending or kind of cutting that expense altogether. One thing that I found is that I have a lot of subscriptions that I'm paying for on a monthly basis that I'm not even using. In my opinion, I think an app, a mobile app is a good idea when it comes to budgeting because it'll take a lot of the pressure off of you where it'll track your spending automatically. And it'll also look at your historical spending and then break it down into a budget based on categories for you. Otherwise, you can use a spreadsheet for that purpose. But again, start with calculating your discretionary income, set an amount to automate your savings, and then set up that monthly transfer or that daily transfer or whatever it may be, and watch your savings grow over time. Thanks for tuning in to the first episode of Is It In The Budget and listening to how to get better at automating your savings and budgeting. Next week, we're going to be exploring a new topic. So I hope that you tune in. To support our podcast, make sure to check us out on social media at College Money Habits and also to rate and review our podcast and tune into the next episode. 
And next time that you need to make a financial decision, don't forget to ask yourself, is it in the budget?